Hello, and welcome to 12-Sided Stories Demigods, a Powered by Apocalypse game. And now, the author of Demigods and our herald, Jason Mills. Hi, welcome back to episode two of Demigods on 12-Sided Stories. I'm Jason, and I'm here with some weirdos. Hi, that's definitely me. I am Mac Beauvais, and I am playing the Verdant Playbook, and my character's name is Victoria Redding, and uh, she is being plagued by small animals and slowly disappearing further into nature. So like a Tuesday. Well, I mean, in the game, not... Oh, okay, got it, got it. Game time. Perfect. Hi, I'm Abrea playing the Trickster Playbook. Her name is Petty. She's the daughter of capitalism. And I'm Michelle, and I am playing the Warrior Playbook. Her name is Sochil, and she is uh, the daughter of an Aztec goddess. And I am playing Mordecus, the most generic Reaper there is, but I'd like to point out that he doesn't want to be generic. It's just the way it happens. It just turns generic over the day. You're not generic. You're just drawn that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just faded that way. Just, just the way it goes. Anyway. And uh, I'm Wes. So there you go. I think I forgot my name. <laughs> He's I forget your name all the time. Yeah, I do too. Oh, no. <laughs> so last time on uh, episode one, we had uh, a little bit of exploration for our friend, the Spindle, who has a name like Carl. This name sounds like Carl. Yeah. And he went missing, discovered by Mordecus, I believe, and had an excellent conversation with Carl's cat, who was very helpful and not at all annoying. Not at all, no. Yeah. And through a bit of looking around, realized you needed to bring in the team to get more information, and ultimately ended with a conversation with an Aztec god through the mirror, and then Mordecus's Book of the Dead was unlocked and flipped open and almost knocked you through a wall and is blasting green energy light into the ceiling with this sort of amorphous shaped portal in the ceiling of Carl's bedroom. Uh, sort of like Ghostbusters, I think you said. Yes. Yes. So what do we do? I shut the book. I try to shut the no, well, Okay, well, we're going to need to roll perform under pressure for that. Okay. <laughs> I thought I thought maybe I'd get away with that, but I did no. not. You might. He's too quick. <laughs> Morty, get your raggedy book under control. I'm really sorry, everyone. I'll get it. It's never done this before, and it's a little... Just give me a moment, and... and oh, and you're all experiencing this oddness that it's a very, very loud, but you're also aware it's only loud to you, your perception of the supernatural. So it's... It's a, a very strange sort of, you know, screaming, rushing air sound that definitely no one next door can hear. So that's fun. <laughs> I rolled a three. But okay, so that's he pretty takes good. The thread. That's oh, pretty yes. good. Oh, did you get snake eyes on that? No, it was. Uh, I have a negative one in that ability, <laughs> and so I rolled. Which so I was. I was almost there. You were almost there. I was almost. on the cusp. So close. <laughs> so close. <laughs> So, I wanted to help, but I literally can't help yeah. something that bad. Sorry. Yeah, Perform Under Pressure doesn't even have a specified, this is what happens on 6 minus. I just get a hard move. Oh, no. So that's fun for me. I'm going to, uh, oh, yeah, that, that'd be fun. Let's do that. What, what does it look like when you go for the book? Well, I mean, I had the book in my hand when I opened it, and all the stuff came out, and I tried to grab both sides of the book because it's relatively big. It's not like... 
a paperback. Right. And I'm <laughs> slowly trying to get it to close. Yeah. And I try to force it, and it the more energy starts coming out and knocks me back, and it's still hovering where I was at. Yeah. Where it was at. Does well, that work? Well, I think what's going to happen is you, you go to get this thing closed it slips out of your hands right and your balance is thrown off you end up like your torso leans into the blast that's Mm -hmm. like continuously the stream that's coming out of the book and you are just come back as feet you you are thrown up through the portal oh and everyone sees him like trying to shut this and then just and he's gone yeah he goes flying up through that portal and the audible component of this stops for a second and changes pitch a little bit. Your friend Mordecai's is gone through the green amoeba door in the ceiling. Okay, so just quick question. I know Morty's gone, but should we shut the book anyway? <laughs> uh, I don't know where he's gone. I don't like anything about this. And... Uh, I'm going to go ahead and pull out my epic weapon. Okay. Is anyone uh, particularly good at, let's say, uh, judgment? And Yeah, absolutely. Pierce the veil? I'm extremely judgmental. I would love to pierce the veil. Okay, let's do that. Does this count for telling him the necessary lie? Because I, I rolled an eight minus one is a seven. <laughs> I think, think Bria told an unnecessary Yay! lie. <laughs> so it disappeared a, in a the character. Bria can take a thread. Yes. But not petty. Respect. Okay. All right. So you have a seven. What would you like to know? Yeah, I guess just what is this portal? So this portal is a a doorway to another plane of existence. There are lots of just thousands of planes of existence. So it goes somewhere else. Probably not as helpful as you were hoping. Hey, you guys should go through the portal. And I just put on my sunglasses while I look at you. Do we even know where we're going? Nope. Okay, bye. Glasses on. Going Son to Morty. Bitch. <laughs> no, you, you do have a second question. Did you? Was there anything else you wanted to ask? I'd like to ask you on the other yeah. side. I think it's weapon o'clock. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, it's been weapon o'clock for a while. Yeah, and I think that Victoria usually keeps like a pencil in her hair because she's you know writing down notes. Mm-hmm. She likes traditional paper for note writing and pulls it out, and it actually expands into her epic weapon that is. The traditional, like, the idea of a baseball bat, where it's got the nails through it, except that it's actually, like, thorns sticking out of it, like, big, badass thorns. And your epic weapon can be whatever you pick up. I know. What do you you grab? Don't grab the cat. I was was just thinking that. (laughs) Oh, my God, swing a cat. It's Um, a cat flail. (laughs) I probably, what is he, a kitchen knife. That's all the Carl would have, so that or a bong, so I'm going with kitchen knife. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, epic bong. Yep. <laughs> Smoke bong. <laughs> yeah, you grab this old kitchen knife from his kitchen that has definitely not been sharpened in 20 years. Why does he have a 20-year-old kitchen knife? Uh, but when you pull it out of the block, it makes that uh, sword out of sheath sound. It transforms into, like, yeah, yeah, a sword. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you have this cool-ish, like, short sword kind of thing, so. Uh, after you. I jump in. All right. See you later, lady. And hops in. Wait, I don't have any food. (laughs) (laughs) I never never want to hear my cat speak. This is the thing I've learned today. Like, nope. 
<laughs> the four of you find yourselves in a place that is entirely tinged green. It is what looks like a giant parking lot if you had uh, thick green sunglasses on. And you, you look around, there are parking lots, it's at nighttime, there are overhead lights that are, you know, lampposts that are on, and there are maybe a few hundred cars around, and you realize it's this is really big, you can't quite see the edge of the parking lot, and it is just the four of you standing here. And if you wanted to ask your- What is the greatest question. danger in this place? Mm. Uh, the greatest danger in this place would be the fact that you can't leave, but you can, <laughs> but no one else can. Okay, so there's no there's no danger here, you guys. Well, this is hideous. Then your book inverts reality and sucks itself up through the portal and sort of lands in your hand. Well, this is handy. Yeah, it came in such good use getting us to this fuckery. I don't know, I kind of like it. It's kind of nice. It could use some, a lot of things. Right, but that doesn't mean it, it, it's bad. It's just different. It's bad. It's barren. There's nothing here. What would you eat? I, I don't, I'm not sure yet, but I'm sure we'll find something. It'll be fine. It sounds like there might be music in the distance. Oh, music. That's cool, right? You are so psychotically optimistic. Well, you know. Is it because you like can't die? Maybe, but I just find that if I'm optimistic, the people that I deal with when they're go crossing over aren't as afraid. Oh my God. He's being nice to us because he thinks he's gonna, we're all going to die and he has to take us to the afterlife. Well, I mean, you're all going to die. That's just part of it at some point, right? I mean... You've said that before and I still don't believe you. Yeah, I know. Just trying to warn you. Mm -hmm. Anyway, but I mean, or ascend. Either one could happen, but it's still the same thing. When you die, you cross over to a different ex life. I walk thing. away from him and start heading towards the music. <laughs> <laughs> Just follow. You're like, okay, fine. If you don't want to listen to it, that's all right. My philosophy, but it's all true. Are there like cars in this parking lot? Mm -hmm. Hundreds. Uh, I would like to pull like a one-er. I will pass behind a, like a tall SUV and come out in like a pure moss, like just color blocked streetwear. And I strike a pose waiting for you to appreciate. By this point, my clothes have already turned black and I'm starting to like form mascara around my entire eye, like the circlets, all the way, and then like I'm crying. So um, I, I would love to be able to wear something different for longer than an hour. And I've got like my pins with the different colors, but this is literally all I can do. And like the combat boots are starting to form as we walk towards the I museum. look at the outfit and I go, it's entirely impractical for battle. I mean, this one has like a flat heel. Like there's no heel though. Look, well, there's that. Yeah, <laughs> look, it's battle wear. And she like can't bend over to like show you like, it's, it's fine. As you're making your way through the parking lot, a sort of faint sound comes to you, like the sound of children laughing, and a family comes into view from between some cars that are making their way past you, like the opposite direction you're going in. And it is a mixed family with a black mom and a white dad and mixed kids, three mixed kids, and they are making their way through the parking lot um, they are talking and laughing, but you can't really hear what they're saying to each other. And it's all tinged in green, and they're sort of moving in slow motion, not extra slow motion, just 
eerily Can I try to pierce the veil and yes. see? Is that judgment? It's judgment, right? Pierce oui. the veil. We oui, chef. Excellent. So that's a nine. And doubles. Gain a thread. Woohoo. Wow, I'm going to uh, level up, up on the threads. Yep. I've got this my fourth one already. Uh, it's worth noting, too, that your threads individually can buy you fate's favor. So you can add a third die to your roll and take the better two dice. Oh, okay. I'll have to remember um, that when I'm trying to close a fucking book. Right. <laughs> uh, you also can avoid two harm that's coming in. You can spend a thread for that or spend a thread to add a significant detail to the scene. So... Okay, cool. So, yeah, nine all together. Okay, so you get two questions. Because they're going slow-mo. Are they in a different reality than we are, and we're just sort of out of sync? Does that make sense? Out of sync implies a problem, and what you detect is that this is happening the way it's supposed to. Okay. Like, they're doing what they're supposed to do, and you're doing what you're supposed so to do. So we're not, like, in, like, an alternate reality that's just slightly askew of theirs, and we can see them, but they can't yeah, see it's us. It's kind of it, like a ghost playing kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, no, it's not like you're looking at the real world okay. through a haze. The, they are in, they're participating in this plane of existence the same way you are, but you're experiencing it differently. Okay, then for my second question, I'm just going to hold on to that one. Okay. I like your danger stick. Oh, thank you. It's very nice. You should use it on those children. Quick before they flock to you. Thank God it's not how children work with this whole thing. Just like a blank stereo. <laughs> it's horrifying, but I am not down for clubbing children today. <laughs> today. She said today. Um, did anyone else hear the high-pitched laughing? So no one else heard that. Anybody? No. Which direction did it come from? Um, The direction you're walking away from. Because you can still hear the music. You can hear it a little bit better now, the direction you're headed. Right. And you could see some brighter green lights in that direction. Uh, But just from the sort of dark green haze behind you, there was children laughing. You know, very innocent, pure, beautiful sound. How far away is this family from us? Maybe 30 yards. And they're headed towards the music? No, they're headed the opposite direction. The opposite direction, towards the children. Yeah. Okay. Could Disney have opened an interdimensional theme park that we don't know about? I don't think they're there yet. They're not there yet. I mean, Disney is definitely a god, but I don't know about that. I'm not seeing the the consistent branding yet, so I would say probably not Disney. So children or music is our... Yeah. I want to wave at the kids just to see if they, like, acknowledge us. Um, They do, but you see the kind of the confusion on their faces because you're also moving out of sync. Mm. And so they see you and they go, what? And then it's, you know, everyone's waving at the wrong time. And, (laughs) um, you know, they're moving on with their parents. So, okay. Yeah. So music or, or laughter? Definitely music. Music. Let's okay. head to the music first. So we keep heading towards music. Okay. Before long, you can see the edge of the parking lot. There's like a great big arch in the middle and then a smaller arch to either side of that and two more smaller arches to either side of that. So five arches of uh, walkways that you can go under. That center one is like 12 feet tall Ooh, and then wow, like okay. 10 feet and then eight feet, you know, sort of a more normal entrance way. And you can see people streaming in and out of this. Hundreds of people here that are coming and going. And it really looks like the entrance to where you, you would go in 
and buy tickets to something, whether it's some sort of park or zoo or what, it, it just has that sort of universal impression of this is a place to go and be a tourist. And it has the air of frivolous entertainment. Is everybody moving out of sync still? Uh, yeah, but not at the same rate, right? It, the, the groups of people that are together are in their own sort of time sync. Can I look for a group that seems to be as synced up as possible with our movement? Yeah, yeah. There's two guys arm in arm walking away from the ticket booth that seem like they're really close to your timestamp. I'm going to move in close to them if I can. And Excuse me. Yes. And their voice sort of resonates and attenuates, but they can hear you. Can you tell me, uh, I know they keep jacking the ticket prices, so could you, how much was it? Uh, it, w- it was just one, one coin. One coin. What sort of coin? They genuinely look confused of like, what kind of question is that? Like they don't, like you just said, what is a face? <laughs> like, <laughs> mm. And what are you hoping to see today? I'm taking a survey. Sorry if it seems confusing. We're just trying to find everything out and interview our guests. Oh, oh, that's great. Yeah, we're here for the water slide. The water slide. Okay, that's fantastic. Is there anything else you're hoping to experience today? Uh, well, possibly the lagoon and, um, uh, oh, the one where you're at school taking a test, but you're naked. Ah, okay. Well, this has been very helpful. And um, give us your email and we'll send a follow-up survey. Email. Never mind. Don't worry about it. Have a great day. Okay. Okay, cool. So we are apparently in some sort of fucked up dreamland. This is exciting. Great. And we're uh, moving, I'm thinking, faster than everybody else. It's sort of oh, all slower, over the place. Faster. Oh, okay. I, I found a, a lovely couple that was moving about the same pace as us, ah. and they said the entry fee is one coin. I asked them what coin they meant, and it looked as if I had grown two heads to them. Can you do that? That could happen. <laughs> I do not spontaneously sprout a second head, just in case anyone is wondering. That is not a part of my power set. No, I was wondering. It's a choice. Yet. <laughs> so we need to find coins to get in, or we just need to go in. Do I have any sense, like when I heard like water slide, do I have any like sense that I am somewhere close to where I was before when I was with Carl? Yeah, I think your location ability definitely gives you that kind of spatial recognition. You don't remember the green tinge to yeah. everything, but also you were in a dark fiberglass tunnel and your hair was going, you know, the static electricity and water all together. <laughs> it was very upsetting. Very good combo. Don't remind me. And then you were fully submerged in the pool and then, you know, everything was bad. Um, so you don't recall it being green like this, but it feels close by. Okay. Uh, this does feel like where I was with Carl relatively recently, but the haze is new. <laughs> Delightful. Great. Right. Well, we need to find that water park. Um, which is it? Was it just your character who, Michelle, who, who works on set? Does anyone else work in Hollywood? I think it was just mine. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to have you roll judgment and I'm, I'm going to burn up one of your pierce the veil questions and then you may have extra ones to ask. 
12. Oh, outstanding. Oh, doubles. Wow, this is fantastic. Right? Oh, uh, good rolls. I like the way this game works. <laughs> <laughs> who, does, who designed this? I don't know. I'm going to no. write them an email and tell no, them how much I appreciate it. Um, I'm going to troll them online. Ooh, I'm going to do that too. Too late. Yeah. Together. <laughs> so you'll get three questions for rolling a, a 10 or better on Pierce the Veil. I'm going to give you one of them, so you'll have two left over. Okay. Uh, the, the answer to the question you didn't ask is... Yes, this is very much like being in prep slash pre-production before somebody yells action. It feels like that everywhere. Like you're constantly on edge. Everyone's trying to be quiet. Like in your mind, you're like, okay, I have to be quiet because they're about to shout action or or like something's about to happen. It's just a, like there's nobody, there's, there's nothing that is specifically making you feel that way. You just have that overall uh, stage sense okay. of something's it's just constant and it got stronger as you approached the archway and now you're in the sort of park welcoming area where none of you have bought tickets yet but you can see the ticket booths and you can see the sort of funnel where people go in to you know give their tickets and go into whatever this park is so you have that overall sense uh, are there any questions you want to ask how can i get into or out of this place ah so you scan the crowd, the people buying tickets are universally handing over sort of a brassy, coppery coin, and uh, any demigod would be able to recognize that as an oracalcum coin, magical metal that is really only available to supernatural folks. And the folks here are not supernatural. These are mortals mm. going in and out of the park who are producing oracalcum coins like it's a normal thing where most mortals would just like throw a coin like that in their weird coin jar and forget (laughs) that they have it (laughs) you know the coins are about the size of a u.s silver dollar and about that thick and but they have all the coins have different faces on them you know if it's from the greek pantheon it might have like zeus's face or athena's face if it's one of her you know it could be anyone the only uniformity is the size and width okay so how about out of Oh, yeah, you can leave at any time. Well, you can walk out of the park at any time. It's unclear where the parking lot goes. Okay, and it's unclear how to leave this plane. Yes. Okay. Oh, and I think your friend, the trickster, said we can't leave. Is that, was that something you said when you got here and realized only you could leave? Uh, Or was that an inside feeling? No, I just said out loud, and we can leave, it's fine. Yeah, she lied about being able to leave. I'm not lying. I can leave whenever I want. Yes. Um, what does this place want <laughs> with us and with Carl? Oh, okay. That's a two for one, but I'm going to give it to you. Um, <laughs> it wants Carl. It doesn't want you. And it actively is trying to confuse you and put you off. Like, if you're thinking, oh, I should, l- let's go up to the ticket booth and see how much the tickets are. You're distracted by the cotton candy guy. Mm. And freaking fate is making this happen and now I can push through it because you're a demigod. Right. Okay. Okay. So I tell them all of that. Bleh. Uh, I have a question. Hmm? Are there animals around? Yeah, like the normal amount, like there's, you know, a weird long-legged bird strutting around near the trash can. There's a service dog. I have an idea. I don't know if it's workable or not. 
but I want to try because I took Shape Changer mm. and to be an unremarkable, harmless creature, no role is needed. Correct. I want to see if I can turn into a squirrel and go steal a coin out of somebody's open purse. Mm, that seems like a harmful creature to me. <laughs> that doesn't, that's not harmful. <laughs> I'm just taking. Yes, you could turn into a squirrel. Okay. Squirrel. Uh, I will be right back. And all of a sudden she just like turns into a squirrel, but she still maintains like the silver color of her hair. So she's kind of like a silvery looking squirrel <laughs> and goes running off in the direction of people entering the park. Okay. I just want to turn to like a group of people coming up and just say like, hello, I'm here with here. I'll take your ticket so you don't have to like queue up at the front. I like that. Can you roll sway someone, please? <laughs> yes, please. I'm using fake news so I get to roll a face favor. Yeah, that was a big fat lie. Yeah, it was a big old lie. Perfect. Uh, that's a 10 plus one is an 11. All right. So this group of four, mm-hmm. they'll say, oh, great. Uh, do we need a, do you give us a ticket? Like no, they, they've good. already given you yeah. their four coins. And <laughs> they're like, oh, we don't need a ticket? Nope. Just go on ahead. Oh, okay. Thank you so yeah, much. Have a good time. And- yeah. Here. Yeah. You also realize that the people talking to you are speaking Japanese. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you speak Japanese, but you understand each other. Oh, tight. Yeah. I do not speak Japanese. That was very exciting. Hey, look, coins. Oh. Oh, nice. I guess I come oh. to a screeching halt. No, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no. This is behind you. Oh, this is behind <laughs> me. Yeah. Never mind. I want you to dive into someone's purse. Yeah. Also, <laughs> I, will I, I get take to. That from you. Yay. I get to mark a thread also for act like a plant or animal. I tricked someone. Yeah, you did. I'm going to go crawl on a purse. <laughs> I believe in you, little squirrel. All right. <laughs> so you go up to the first thing you find where for some reason you can smell the coins. I, I don't know what that means to you, but... Um, smells like old pennies. Okay. Is this guy who has a shoulder bag that is heart fanny pack, you know, like the oh, cross, yeah. crossbody bag. And he is talking to the woman that he's with and has moved the bag to the back and you can easily sort of unzip and dive in there to see what's inside. Yep, I totally do that. Okay. You dive in and find yourself in your human form again, standing on a field of coins, sort of like Scrooge McDuck's pool, right? <laughs> but you're on it. You don't like bloop into it because that's, that's not what happens with the coins. And your mother is standing across from you. Mom? And she says, you need to be very careful here. You need to get out as soon as possible. I would like to, believe me. Why are you here? I followed an idiot through a book. Oh, you mean your friend? Yeah, that guy. He is cute, don't you think? Is that just me? Sorry, I made it weird. Um, mom, I'm gay. Um, I know, and that's... So, yeah, you totally made it weird. Right, I, I remember that you told me that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this place will suck the life out of you and leave you an empty, pointless husk. Cool, I don't need to be any more of that than I already am. You are so full of life, you have no idea. And you are my cherished, but you can't stay here for very long. You've come for your human friend. I know. Okay. I just, life choices, I don't know what to tell you. Okay, well, um, please take these. And she has these little, like, John Lennon round sunglasses, but they're green, Mm -hmm. like emerald green lenses. I want you to take these. Don't take any of these. Okay. And she's like gesturing at the coins on the ground. 
this is what you're going to need. You, you need to understand you are in the realm of amusement. If you stay for long, it will drain all will and inspiration from you. We'll be as expedient as we can then. Okay. But how, how do we leave? Well, when you find your friend, you'll have to figure out the answer to that. That's why I didn't entirely come to this place. Okay. I don't know how to leave the plane of amusement. We'll be as we'll be as quick as we possibly can, and uh, I'm gonna take the glasses and go ahead and put them on my face. Okay. When you emerge from the bag, mm-hmm. you are an adorable tiny squirrel wearing glasses. Neat. Which we all love it. <laughs> I do love it. That's adorable. What do you do? I go running back to find my friends. As a squirrel. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Because reasons. Okay. <laughs> How does the world look? I don't know if squirrels can see color or not. This one can. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Magic squirrel. Yeah. Your glasses have filtered it into a black and white scenario, and you can see the people accepting coins and selling tickets are these sort of ghastly hollowed out. It's um, they live. Uh, okay, I don't know what that is. Oh but... my god, it totally is. Yeah, they're not skeletons, <laughs> but they're like just hollowed out humans who are, um, you know, empty eyed and grinning, probably because they don't really have lips. Sure. <laughs> That's, uh, this is a hellscape. I'm going to go running back to my friends and um, going to hop up on Petty's shoulder. Uh, although I should say the visitors here are not, you know, uh, Hollow it out. Yeah, yeah, not, not nightmare people. Squ- mm. Glasses. I, Victoria. I, I adjust them. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> this is good. And look at the coins in your hand, and I'm just like, I stole them. Tricked them? They're mine now. And gonna squirrel my way back down and turn back into my human form. Kind of enjoyed that. Hi. Well, uh, I didn't get any coins, so I'm glad you did. Yeah. The glasses adjust to fit your face. I like the I like the shades. Thanks. Um, I think they're helping me see the reality of this place, and it's not pleasant. And we need to be as fast as possible. Look, just all you need to know is this is the plane of amusement, and it will suck the life out of you entirely in short order. So it's like Los Angeles, kinda. Got it. Or Vegas. Mm. Okay, noted. All of the above. Well, I mean, one idea that might work is maybe doing the opposite of what the plane would like you to do. I mean, I'm optimistic, as you're always pointing out, but maybe not being optimistic, maybe being dour and depressed is the way that we escape from this place. If that were the case, I would already be gone. True. All right, let's go inside. <laughs> I think uh, I just broke Jason. That was very good. <laughs> that, that got me for real. <laughs> so let's go inside. Okay, let me take the lead. Of course. I have the on. coins. And I want to walk forward and put them in my pocket and say, we already paid. Let's go back. Yeah, oh, that's Here's good. our stamp. Because I was going to say, on your way up there, the idea of giving these coins away is immediate sweat. I'm like, oh no, these are mine. I start the sweat and then I like dig deep into my heart and I go, we were never going to give the coins. You need to calm the fuck down. There we go. Hi, hand stamp. Re-entry, please. Okay, well, we need to roll. <laughs> You're lying to supernatural beings Yay, now. fake news. All right, uh, I'll take this. This is a doubles. So it's an eight plus one is a nine. Okay, so this 
person who is the big white smile, bow tie. It's probably red and white stripes with the green tinge over everything. It's yeah. hard to tell what all they're wearing. And, you know, just this like gangly tall white guy with the crew cut and is like, oh, uh, well, uh, gosh, I really don't remember you give. I feel like I would remember if you gave me the coins, you know, I um, c- can you tell me how many coins did you give me? Well, there was one for each of us. So four total. I just I feel like I would have them if you gave them to me. That is so weird. Right. So uh, why don't we and I, I should let you know. Mac, what you were talking to is a nightmare. Oh, yeah, yeah. I kind of figure. <laughs> like, the, the mouth opens too far when he's talking, and there's too many teeth inside. They're not sharp, which is maybe more upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> it would make more sense if they were, like, shark teeth, but they're just big, flat, mashing teeth. Ooh, I hate it. Yeah. Yikes, I love it. <laughs> and instead of eyes, there's just a deep black eye sockets as if it were a skull with white pinpricks of light deep inside. It is not at all amused because it thinks it has made a mistake, right? Can I try to sway someone like... Well, one thing that might work is if we had a help, because you had a nine, right? Yeah. So if somebody wanted to do provide aid yeah, to okay. tip this over to 10, it's not a fail, right? A seven and nine, like we'll get past this, but there will be a complication if anyone wants to eliminate the complication. Yeah, I'll, I'll do provide aid then. And how many tangles do you have with her? <laughs> I and have I, one, one tangle. Okay. And I was definitely like turning around at the group to be like, yeah, one, two, three, four. And like give you guys the like opening, like eye look of like, get in here. I'm, tr- well, I'm cause a distraction. Do something. I want to say something, but I'm not rolling. Yeah. Nine altogether plus one to 10. Oh yeah. All right. So you get the plus one to your roll and you gain a threat. Thank you. Very nice. Excellent Sweet. aid. And what did you want to say? Oh, do the dreaded thing. Be a Karen. Ask to speak to the manager. Just going to do that. Oh, my God. Excuse me. And her hair, like, I think she, like, her clothes have been flickering in, like, because it's, like, it's green tinge. I don't know what, does this look good? Is this a good color? And then her hair gets, like, a little shorter and just goes full Karen. She's like, I need to speak to your manager. And that echoes yeah. right in here that it's, <laughs> like, a... Uh, I was already going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. There, there are just this waves of impulse mm-hmm. uh, from your statement, <laughs> your, your demand. <laughs> yep. And you, Max, see the, uh, the true face of this thing wither for real. And actually a blush comes to the face, which it was a just a black and white ghoul. And it seems like it's had life pumped into it. And it's like shrinks away and says, uh, yeah, oh, oh, of course. I mean, it still has this ridiculously chipper, gross voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, right. You know, actually, I don't think that's necessary. You, I remember you giving me the coins and I, I'm sorry to have held you up. I hope you have a great day in the park. Yeah, just maintain eye contact while like ushering the squad through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his, his face is uh, also, I, I think even you're picking up on this now that because you're seeing his pretend face, mm. but it's like he's trying to figure out what face to use. Like, oh yeah, like switch, switch. No, wrong expression, wrong expression. Don't don't know how to face. I think you pick up on it just because he's made of lies. Yeah, like oh I get that. All right, so you all head into the park. 
there are signs right away with walkways. There, there are signs with like 30 things on them, you know, of oh, like th- this way, that way, every, every which way there's like something. And pretty quickly you, you catch on to the theme of the really common dreams and then some less common dreams. And then, and then the weird stuff is kind of off in the, uh, the tents. <laughs> so because they're so, so, intense yes uh, right. uh, I had to thank had you to. Oh. <laughs> I'm proud of you I'm glad you did <laughs> so is there any way to discern where the water I, I'll uh, I'll use my pierce the veil my second one what's the quickest way to get to the water slides oh yeah there's several that are talking about you know, water activities. So, okay. Um, but can I get the, can, can I figure out with my question, the specific one we're supposed to go to, or are there just a ton? Oh, well there are a ton. And then you, you see the like, oh yeah, water slides that go into a Hawaiian lagoon. Okay, are cool. This way, but it's along with a hundred other things. All right, so start going but, that way then. Yeah. What are we, are we just going straight to well, I mean, if we don't have a lot of time, right? I mean, if it's... We need to find Carl and get the hell out of here. Yeah. I don't think we have time for anything else. Wait, don't we? This feels so weird. And she, like, kind of freezes with, like, a rictus of consternation. Like, am I the one suggesting? Like, don't we need to know what this place is? It's fucked and broken. And it's going to kill a bunch of, like, normal people that are idiots. Shouldn't we figure out what that is? Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Oh my God, I think I'm sweating. That was a weird moment. Let's never have it again. I refuse to be the voice of reason at all, ever again. And uh, don't you dare put that on me. So Teal, I, I expected more from you. Oh, gods. All right, so we do need to figure out this place, but if it sucks the life out of you, we have very limited time. Maybe we should split up. No, I say... <laughs> All right, it was just a suggestion. Well, Carl can be the prototype for getting people out of here. True. Okay, I suggest, sorry, Petty, but you should put on a jogging outfit. We need to run. Something moisture wicking would be good. Jogging? I know. I know. A designer jogging outfit. It doesn't It doesn't matter. Designer fitness outfit. Active wear. Stella McCartney. Oh, no, I'm going to do the Beyonce, like, Ivy Park crossover with Adidas. Yeah? Yeah. Sweet. And then she like runs behind a tent and comes back out Mm. in like a jumpsuit. Sweet. With like brand new kicks. So I'd say we start jogging towards. All right. Yeah. I would also like everybody to find the rightmost harm box on the harm track and just gray that out. Oh, no. Your maximum harm has been reduced by one. Now, what's harm? Mm. So everyone (laughs) has seven harm that you could take. She has nine. nine. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Well, now you have one less. You haven't taken harm. It's just reduced your maximum capacity. So So guys, when we get out of this, do we want to go to an actual park together? It'd be a lot of fun. Maybe Disneyland or... Can we discuss this another time? Well, I mean, I'm... Okay. We can. Sure. Good. And she's just like, I'm just going to look over and give you like a little like, (laughs) we can go to the park. Cool. Great. As long as we don't die here. Okay. Dying is such a foreign concept to me. I'm mm-hmm. like, dying? I'm fine. <laughs> so you're making your way through the park and you're winding your way through these paths that are like Dr. Seuss-esque n- nonsense of, you know, up and down and around. So like, Seussian? Yeah, Seussian. Yeah. Seussian. <laughs> 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 The path eventually narrows down. You know, things peel off. Different topics of uh, common dreams. So peel. basically, the LA Zoo. 
Yes, yes, it's exactly like that. <laughs> the, uh, the Escher Zoo. Yeah, the Escher Zoo. And eventually you find yourself in various types of water parks and you can see from a distance, you can see that's the nightmare I went through. Yep. That thing, which is like corkscrew, 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 and then vanishes into shrubbery. Yeah. Uh, so, and as the four of you are walking along, you are joined by a fifth person. And it, you've realized you've been walking together for a while before... Anybody sort oh, of oh, picked up uh, on this? Mm-hmm. Hello. And this is somebody in particular. And, Abria, I was wondering what you picture capitalism to look like Ooh. embodied. Uh, I think before capitalism was just like this very, like, clean cut, like, captain of industry looking like white dude. And now because of Hamilton and people's association between, like, Hamilton inventing like bank systems that allowed for like American like financial experience. It just looks like Lin-Manuel Miranda circa Hamilton. Excellent. So, <laughs> so Lin-Manuel Miranda in Hamilton dress? Yeah. Oh, okay. Not, yep. not like modern garb. No, no, no. Oh, like okay, in his like the blue and tan like Hamilton outfit. Yeah. Nice. All right. With a little ponytail. <laughs> yeah. So he uh, is walking with you and is, wants to link arms with you. Oh. And I like pull my arm. I'm like, oh, oh okay. Hi. Dad? Hello. Hi. That's your dad? Uh, yeah, dad, this is my... You know what? We're not doing this whole, like, regression thing. I don't do that. Oh. Uh, Everyone, this is capitalism. Capitalism, this is people. Yeah, but uh, Petty, introduce me to your friends. You've never told me about them before. <sighs> my God, okay. Your dad seems nice. He's, he can also hear you. He's right there. Okay, uh, this is Morty, Sochil, Victoria... I'm Petty. I don't know what more you want from me, anyone in this group right now. Like, oh, I don't do this. Well, really, we just need you to go. This project's going along really smoothly, and it's doing what we need it to do, and you being here is not exactly the way this is going to get set up. And I'm here so that they don't send HR down. I mean, send HR. You don't want to meet HR. I don't want to meet you right now if you're responsible for my hair getting wet like 20 minutes ago. I'm not directly responsible for mm. that. There's a layer of plausible deniability, of and course. We say that, but what the fuck is this? What Wh- is this? Which? All of this, the green, the like dreams, like what are you doing? Oh, well, why wasn't I cutting on it? Well, we needed an afterlife. I didn't think that would be interesting to you. It's not, you're right. But I still like to know, and it's an honor to be nominated. So I just don't understand. Like, I was. I'm a little hurt, and we're just going to work through this really quickly. You know, I would have included you if I thought you were interested. I don't believe that. Uh, yeah, I don't. Mm-hmm. Capitalism, sir. Uh, if I could ask you, I mean, I understand if there needs to be an afterlife. However, we have a friend here who was not dead and was taken Mm. and he is here and we would like to get him out. I I would have known because, you know, he's my bud. I would have taken him over myself if he had died. Well, if he's here, he'll probably be dead soon. So it's sort of, you know, we don't want to not have him dead. He's not ready yet. It's an efficient afterlife. Wait, I shouldn't be arguing your point. It is efficient though. Thank you. Um, Is my book of the dead like back to normal? Yeah, I don't know if you've tried to open it. I'll try to here. open it and to point out 
to capitalism when Carl is supposed to die. Oh, okay. I'm going to need a weird roll for that. Okay. We're going to bend fate. Yeah. That's, right. that's pulling up an extremely uh, explicit piece of information in a very strange place. <laughs> in contradiction to this afterlife's terms of service. <laughs> Fuck. How'd you do? I got a three. Oh, oh God. All right. I can't. Yeah. You should have spent a thread for fate's favor. Oh, I didn't think about that. Damn it. <laughs> um, so... It's all right. I'll remember next time. Uh, what bane would you like before I take my hard move? I'm going to say something bad finds us. Okay, that's fine. All right. We'll get there. Similarly, the hard move is you find exactly what you were looking for, and it is set for about 28 minutes from now. Well, okay. Death is natural, but I don't know if this is natural or not, or my book is reflecting something else. So we only have uh, less than half an hour to get to him to see if we can get him out of here. And he has what? to want to leave. And he has to want to leave before he's completely drained of everything. Dad, you can't just kill my fucking friends like that. You're so embarrassing. I think that's a good place to leave it. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right. Well, thank you for joining us for episode two of Demigods on 12 Sided Stories. Uh, I'm Jason. You can find me on Twitter at It's Probably Okay, just the letters okay. And Demigods is at demigodspbta.com. And I'm streaming Mondays and Wednesdays over at Happy Jacks RPG, uh, happyjacks.org slash live for all of our live streams. Hey, I'm Mac Beauvais. And when you're not summoning me through the mirror saying my name three times, please stop. It's really annoying. Oh, my God. Uh. You can find me online as at strange like that and also over at Happy Jacks every Monday. Nice. I'm Maria Iyengar. You can catch me on social media at Quiddy, Q-U-I-D-D-I-E. I do a ton of streaming. Uh, check me out at Saving Throw Show, Happy Jacks and Hyper RPG. I'm Michelle Otis, and you can find me on the socials at Mishulu, that's M-I-C-H-U-L-H-U, and uh, I, you can get my music on Plate Mail Games through drivethroughrpg.com. And I am Wes Otis. You can find me at Plate Mail Games on Twitter, and also you can find all the music and sound effects you hear at uh, drive through RPG or ba Battle Bards. Uh, you can find the the um, podcast on 12 Sided Stories. It's the number 12 and then Sided Stories on Twitter. Uh, that's where we are mainly. I should do a better job, but uh, <laughs> you're good. I'm good. Uh, and um, if you're interested in helping out, you want to support us, check out our Patreon or write a review or give us a shout out. Uh, any of those things are very helpful. Thank you very much. Thanks, Jason. Yep. It was awesome. Thank Bye. you. We'll see you next time. Bye.